0: Welcome to She Decided to Run Her Way, a podcast created for the aspiring female runner or one in the making who is ready to let go of the pressure to perform, quit chasing someone else's pace, and start embracing her own. My name is Pamela Otero, a certified running coach and personal trainer, and each week I'll be sharing practical running strategies and mindset shifts to help you do just that. So... If you're ready to run your way, then grab your running shoes, lace up, and listen in. Hey, my running friend, or soon-to-be running friend if you're not yet a runner. Thanks for being here with me today. I'm excited about this episode because I think it's going to be a game changer for you and your running. And I hope that you will walk away with a better understanding of the running interval method And five ways you can modify it or adjust it as you go about your weekly runs or as you follow and complete your training schedule if you're someone who's already following a training schedule. And I also hope that if you're a loyal listener or you're new to the podcast and you haven't yet used the running interval method and maybe you've been struggling a bit with your running that you just might be open to trying it out and giving it a chance. I always tell women I coach that are already runners and they're curious about the running interval method, I always tell them don't knock it until you try it. Like, really try it. So, before I dive right into the five ways and reasons to adjust your interval when using the running interval method, I do want to remind you, or maybe even share with you, if you didn't already know this about me, that I worked for Jeff Galloway um, for about three years as one of his running coaches. If you're not familiar with Jeff Galloway, he's a pretty well-known and respected running coach um, for years since the 70s. And... Um, He has a national running program, and I worked for Jeff for almost three years as one of his running coaches. We were actually called program directors back in late 2007, early 2008, up until about 2010, and I fell in love prior to working for him um, with his running method, which is the run-walk-run method. And this method of his was actually one of the main ways I began to enjoy my running after spending years and years and years hating almost every single minute and almost every single mile of it. And, you know... I talked about my experience. I talked all about that in my first ever episode, Push Through the Pain and Interesting Things Happen. And if you haven't yet listened to that episode, I'd highly encourage you to, after hanging out with me today, um, I honestly go back and listen to that episode every now and again when I feel that I'm being pulled by outside expectations when it comes to my running. So I go and remind myself of where I used to be and where I don't want to go back to. But I did work for Jeff for a few years. I learned a lot from him and to this day I still use parts of his running method. But since 2010 um, I made some modifications to his running method and that's why I use the name the running interval method. And I will tell you There was nothing that went wrong with working for Jeff. Um, I enjoyed working with him and for him. Um, But in 2010, I went through a divorce. So a lot of things changed in my life. And I stopped coaching for him in 2010 for that reason. But once I got back into coaching again, I had made some modifications um, to his method. And I call my method and the method that I use the running interval method. All right. So You know, I wanted to give you a little bit more background because maybe you are new to the podcast and you didn't yet, you know, you didn't know this about me. Um, And then for those of you that have been listening for a while, you may have forgotten. But when it comes to the running interval method, I do like to remind folks of that because I did learn um, a lot of what I know about um, incorporating walk breaks with my running. I learned that from Jeff Galloway and I learned that specifically Um, working for him, which was amazing. Um, So now what I want to do is dive into when and why you might want to adjust your interval when using the running interval method. And I have five reasons that I'd like to talk with you about today. Um, But if you haven't yet been using this method and you're just curious, what's it all about? I've put together a running resource. It's totally free. And in it, I have five simple steps. I walk you step-by-step on how to determine your running interval. It's a specific workout. Um, I explain how to do it. And then I explain how to use the data that you get from that workout to determine what your interval should be in getting started with it. And then I also share in that resource what exactly you know, this method is and why it works. And I'll link to that um, free resource in the show notes below. But you can also go directly to my website, which is PamelaOtero.com. And right at the top of my website, my homepage, you'll see my Running Made Easy resource. It's actually Running Made Ridiculously Easy. So go grab that. All right, here we go. Let's jump into the first reason you'd want to change your interval, all right? The first reason I'm gonna suggest you change your running interval is when you change your goal distance. Okay, when you're using the running interval method, you want to use the appropriate interval based off your goal distance. So let's just say you're training for a 5K, regardless if you're doing a race or not, your interval will be different than if you're training for a marathon just as your pace per mile will significantly change with a 5K compared to a marathon, um, because as your mileage increases, um, your pace changes, your pace per mile, but also your interval, your suggested interval will also change based on your goal distance. Um, And what it is, it's called the slowdown factor. Okay, you have to factor in that your pace will naturally slow down as your distance, as your miles increase. So having the expectation that your pace per mile for a 5K, which is 3.1 miles, will be the same as your pace per mile for a marathon, which is 26.2 miles, um, those two distances are drastically different, right? So when it comes to your interval, more often than not, the amount of time you run before taking that brisk recovery walk break, is going to be longer. So you'll be running more with a 5K compared to that interval if you are running and training for a marathon. So let me give you an example. Let's just say your interval that you've already calculated for a 5K based off those five simple steps um, that I go over in my running resource Um, that I mentioned to you, let's just say it produces a suggested interval of a five and 45. And what that means is five minutes of running with a 45 second brisk recovery walk break. Now that's easier running for five minutes and then walking, doing a brisk recovery walk break for 45 seconds. That's easier to maintain and be consistent with each and every mile for 3.1 miles. But if you decided to use that same interval for a marathon distance, and because that workout that I recommend you do also factors in where you're currently at with your running fitness, you know, with your current conditioning, if you decided to use that same interval for a marathon distance, you will most likely find maintaining a consistent pace per mile with that interval, that 5 and 45, It's going to be much harder to do when you're running 26.2 miles. You're no longer running 3.1, you're running 26.2, or you're running the long miles that lead you to that 26.2. So anytime your distance changes after you complete a goal distance or a goal race and you want to do something new, um, I always encourage you to recalculate your running interval. Okay, whether that be a 5K, a 10K, a half marathon or a marathon, you're going to want to calculate the appropriate suggested interval based on that distance and use that interval for that distance. Not use the same interval you were already using for a shorter distance. Okay, same thing goes if you are training for a marathon and then you decide to do a 10K. You know, you're going to want to adjust that interval by doing that workout because more than likely your interval, the run portion will be longer for that 10K as compared to your marathon. Does that make sense? I hope it makes sense. All right, the second reason you're gonna want to adjust your interval is when you're returning to your running after an injury. Let's just say you've had an interruption in your training for various reasons or an illness. Okay, when you take a break from your running, even if you're an experienced runner, your fitness, your conditioning, it changes and this is why i always recommend recalculating your interval each time you start a new training schedule even if it's the same distance because your fitness may have improved that may have changed your suggested running interval but especially when you've been out for a bit with your running you know jumping right in from where you left off will probably leave you feeling frustrated because your fitness has more than likely declined. It's totally normal. And also, if you are somebody that's recovering from an injury and you're getting back into running, it's really important to ease back into things gradually and cautiously. So that's the second reason you'd want to make those adjustments to your interval. The third reason you're going to want to modify your interval is if you decide to switch up what terrain you're running on you decide to switch from road running to trail running or trail running to road running i've talked about this on the podcast a few times so i won't go into great detail about trail running but if you want to learn more take a listen to episode 54 trail running pros and cons which i'll link up below um, but just know that trail running is very different than road running and And if you decide to change up your running terrain, which I highly, highly encourage you to do, you'll definitely want to recalculate your interval using that type of terrain, along with that slowdown factor, that slowdown calculator based off of that specific distance, you'll be running on that terrain. Okay, because oftentimes, um, runners will switch from road running to trail running, and they don't really realize that not only will their pace per mile be different, it's usually slower, because of the difference in the surface that they're running on, but also because trail running can be way more technical, which means it's gonna require more effort, more energy, and a lot more intensity and work on your part. And being able to maintain that same pace per mile that you did on the road, even if it's the same distance, um, that road is a more predictable surface. Oftentimes the road is a lot more flat. Even if you have some rolling hills, it is a lot easier than trail running. And so, you know, thinking that you're going to be able to maintain that same pace that you did on the road on the trail, um, it may not happen. And honestly, it usually doesn't happen. You know, for example, my interval with tra- with trail running is shorter than my road running interval. And sometimes I shorten it even more than what I've already calculated just because I want to conserve energy and I really want to enjoy myself. Okay. So that's, this, that's the third reason why you would want to make some adjustments to your running interval with, um, you know, the running interval method. All right, running right along, let's get into the fourth reason you'd want to adjust your interval. Now, with this reason, I'm actually not going to suggest you recalculate anything. You don't need to go back and do that workout that I suggested at the beginning of the episode um, that I go over in my free running resource. Um, When it comes to this fourth reason, I'm going to recommend you adjust your interval on the fly, and I'll tell you why. If for some reason, while you're training, you miss one of your long runs during your training, you know, your training program, or you miss all of your midweek maintenance runs one week, you, and you want to stay on track with your training schedule, assuming you're following a training schedule, I usually suggest to my clients to keep moving forward with their training plan, but reverse their interval or shorten their interval for that next upcoming long run or that following week's maintenance runs. And what I I mean by this is, let's just say your interval, for example, is a 230 and 45. Okay, that means you're gonna be running for two and a half minutes and you'll do a brisk recovery walk for 45 seconds. You can either on the fly, just switch it up to a 130 and 45. That's just an example. Or you can flip your existing interval to a 45 and 230. So you'll run for 45 seconds and you'll do a brisk recovery walk for two and a half minutes, okay? The other thing you can do is for that long run that's coming up, you can take those miles, cut them in half, and you can use your original interval, that 230 and 45, for the first half of those scheduled miles because your body is fresh, your legs are strong. And then for the second half of that long run, You can adjust your existing interval by flipping it or by shortening it for that last half of those miles um, in that long run. This is, honestly, this is probably one of the things I love most about using the running interval method, flexibility. I love having room to make those adjustments without having to stress about missing a run or readjusting my whole training schedule. And I know a lot of people, you know, they get really stressed out about this. So if this is just an isolated incident and you're training for a specific race, you know, really, I like taking this approach, you know, making those modifications like I just explained. But if this happens a few weeks in a row and you're training for a race, I'd actually recommend making bigger adjustments to your overall training schedule. And doing those sorts of adjustments really um, has to take place, you know. um, It's really um, person-specific because there's a lot of factors involved, okay? But if it's an isolated incident, like I just explained, then just make those adjustments. Keep it easy, reduce the stress. Um, Because the running... You know, the nice thing about the running interval method, one of the many nice things is it is much more forgiving and gentle on your body um, because you are already building in that recovery with that brisk recovery walk break. And I feel that it allows for those hiccups in your training and it allows you to stay on track with your training um, without having to kind of revise your whole training schedule. Um but again, it's going to be, you know, dependent on your situation. Just know that I don't want you to panic or freak out or try to push through, you know, um, with your runs. So please, if this happens with you and your training, just, you know, take your existing interval that you've already calculated prior to starting that training schedule and make these adjustments for the next upcoming week and then go back to your original um, interval for the remainder of your training. All right. And this brings me to the fifth reason bringing up the rear in today's episode is number five. The fifth reason you'd want to adjust your interval when using the running interval method is when you're feeling stressed, you didn't sleep well, you're tired, or you find yourself in a funk and you really. Know that it will make you feel better to go out for a run. You still want to complete your scheduled run. Um, This fifth reason and this fifth way of making modifications. Um, I've done this countless times with my runs. If I'm feeling off or I just have low energy, I modify my interval on the fly for that run. And sometimes I make it really short. Um, I reverse it. Um, So for example, if I'm running a 330 and 45, I will either run for 45 seconds and take a brisk, enjoyable, stress-free recovery walk break for the three minutes and the 30 seconds. And I don't get all in my head about it, right? Because I am just stressed or I'm tired or I'm just in a funk and I want to get out and I want to move my body. I just make it easy. Or I might even just do a 45 and 45. Sometimes I just go to that. Um, I really want to stay on track. Um, with my training and with my running and, you know, regardless if I'm training for a race or not, this is what I do. I make it as easy as possible for myself. I walk a lot more than I normally would because that's just what my body is needing. And I want to get out and continue, you know, with my training plan or my training schedule. And if you've ever been in this situation, which I can almost 100% guarantee you either have been or you will be, please take it from me. Make it easy and do what you gotta do. Shorten your interval, flip your interval, make up a ridiculously easy interval that will make your running feel easy and get you up and out the door. Um, And sometimes that might be an interval where you run less and you walk more. All right. There is no need to have hard built into this run when you're feeling this way. And this actually, you know, really reminds me of something I learned years ago and I've held on to with my own personal running journey and my coaching. And I've learned this. I learned this from a well-known running coach. You might be familiar with him. His name is Jack Daniels. He's a very well-respected and distinguished coach of over 50, 55 plus years. And um, runner's world calls him the world's best coach. But Jack Daniels suggests that resting might be the better option. Um, And this is what he suggests, and I'll quote him from one of his books. There may actually be times when you will benefit more from rest than from going out for another run. And sometimes doing a less stressful workout will produce more benefits than will a harder session. I love that. I hold on to that um, phrase in one of his books and I think about it all the time because it is so true. So keep that in mind, okay? It's okay to take a break. It's okay to rest And really move with your running, move with your running instead of pushing through with your running. I've done that. I've been there. It does not feel good. And I don't want you to experience that. And all of these, you know, five ways or reasons, you know, that I've shared with you today are really meant, the whole reason I wanted to share it with you today is because I want to offer you this flexibility with your running. Flexibility with your running that I know you need. But also to encourage flexibility with how you think about your running. Making running accessible and enjoyable and ridiculously easy to more women in this world is one of my core drivers as a coach. It's why I do what I do. And using the running interval method really and truly makes that happen. Okay. So not only do I want you to grab my running resource, Running Made Ridiculous Easy, Running Made Ridiculously Easy, I'll say that again, um, where I will walk you through step-by-step how to determine your interval. You can go to PamelaOtero.com. Not only do I want you to grab that resource if you don't already have it, but also come back to this episode again and again if you have to. When you come up against any of these situations that I talked about, when you change your goal distance, when you're returning to your running after an injury and an eruption in your training or an illness, if you decide to switch from road running to trail running or trail running to road running, when you miss one of your long runs during your training, or you miss all of your midweek maintenance runs one week, and you want to stay on track with your training schedule. Or when you're feeling stressed, tired, or you find yourself in a funk, and you still want to complete your scheduled run. And then make those modifications and those, adjustment, uh, those adjustments to your interval so that they support you and they support your running. Does that sound good? I hope so. I appreciate you being with me here today. Take a look um, at the show notes below, wherever you are listening to this um, episode. I have linked up to the um, episodes I just previously talked about, so you can just click on that. It's easy peasy for you to find. Um, You can also click on the link for that free running resource. Okay, I want to make... Your running enjoyable. I want to make it pleasant. I want to have you up and out the door more often than not. All right? Okay, my friend. Until next week. Go grab those running shoes of yours. Lace up and go enjoy the beautiful outdoors.